This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week we're talking about The Fugitive. I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. <laughs> Get off my... Wait, wait the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> it was almost there. <laughs> he had a joke percolating in there. Something happened, Scott. This movie came out in 1993, directed by Andrew Davis, written by Jeb Stewart. Hey, I know an Andrew Davis. Yeah, I know. I'm, yeah, I was thinking the same too. thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did he like Craig Garfield? <laughs> <laughs> Jim, yeah, Jim, brother Jim, Jim, yeah. Jim Davis, uh, yeah. brother Jim, old, old Jim Davis, old Jimmy old Davis, old Jim Davis. Oh, yeah, so Jeb Stewart, David Twohy. I have no idea I'm saying that right. <laughs> you and, pronounce uh, Ford. You pronounce Harrison Ford weird. Uh, and based on the characters by Roy Huggins, because this was based on an old TV show, starring Harrison Ford, Tommy Lee Jones, mm-hmm. Joey Pants, uh, Julianne Moore, kind of, and uh, Jane Lynch. Jane Lynch. Oh, yeah, yeah Jane Lynch. Early appearances by some people in this. <laughs> she said, I will haunt your dreams yeah the jump to conclusions matt guy <laughs> that's oh, right that's the... <laughs> yeah. one, like one somehow of the... i pulled him out of there he would have done the same for me i'm pretty sure one of the 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 chicago cops the detectives was the the friendly warden cop from tango and cash anyway he's also <laughs> he's also a chicago Deep cop cold. In Dark Knight Returns or Dark Knight? One of the Dark Knight movies. Hmm. He's one of the crooked cops and he's like drinking in the bar. And I think it's the one with the Joker. Oh, also the guy who played Jay Leno in The Late Shift. That's right, Daniel Roebuck. <laughs> yeah, I recommend Weird that. looking dude. I <laughs> that, guy, that guy I appreciated was like the only one actually doing a Chicago accent in the entire movie. Except for the cops. Like some of those the one cop, yeah. real cops. Yeah, we had some of the cops. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Neil Flynn, we forgot to mention, too. Uh, I don't know uh, who that is, so I didn't That's uh, Jan Etor. That's uh, right. From Scrubs. Scrubs, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, this was my pick. Um, I definitely saw this in the movie theater. I don't know why. I guess just because Harrison Ford was in it. I mean, as I'm 93, I'm, you know, <laughs> early in high school. Like, I don't know. But I went and saw it, and I really liked it. Um, and one thing I do want to talk about is the 90s were weird. Man, there's a lot of these movies. They don't make movies like this anymore. Not that this is good or bad. Just, like, these thriller? I don't know how to describe it. You know, don't you get a 90s feel off of this? That, yeah, like, there were a bunch of these back in the day? And... Very, very... Very much so, Jeff. Like a lot of this yeah. was like Harrison Ford too, but uh, yeah. <laughs> between this and, and uh, Air Force One, um, Air Force One is definitely more ridiculous. 
Um, Clear and present danger. <laughs> like, I yeah, know. like him playing Jack Ryan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I, I kind of have one, one of my points deals with that a little bit as, okay. as we get into the list. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. And I've something I've watched um, multiple times on cable and stuff. And while we're not doing proper Thanksgiving uh, movies this year, this definitely feels like a movie you would sit around and watch around the holiday season with your family or whatever. <laughs> yeah, on something the on the background, yeah. Yeah, and it's something you guys can agree on to watch. So it kind of fits in that category. Uh, Scott, then, what's your history with this? Uh, I also saw it in the theaters. There there was, uh, I vaguely remember there being like a massive marketing campaign for this movie. Uh, another one of those those weird movies where, and then this, is, this is nothing new. They they take some old property that nobody cares about. <laughs> they they are like banking on it working, and in this case it does. Um, so yeah, like I don't think any of any of us, anyways, has ever seen a single episode of the uh, the TV show this is based off of. I just learned that today. <laughs> okay, there well, there you go. <laughs> the TV show. Um, I think know, I watched an episode or two with my dad because when this came out, he would he talk. Oh, this is based off a show. You should watch the real one someday, son. And, like I sat and watched a few. I don't know if a whole episode, but scenes with him. This, this is old, Dad. I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, I wonder like how our parents felt about it because they would have recognized the, the show, and then yeah, Harrison yeah. Ford uh, as as a draw as well. But uh, yes, yeah, on the theater, I remember them making a big deal about the the two like <laughs> the two money shots with the train and the the dam. Um, yeah. and I know like I at least have something to say about part of that, but. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it like there's just nothing going on in the summer this came out. Like I'm assuming this is one of the summer. This was a summer movie. But uh, anyway, yeah, saw in theaters. All right, Alex. I actually can't remember if I saw this in theaters or not, but I definitely saw it on DVD, or maybe I was rolling through it on cable and I'm like, you know what? I've never seen this, and I enjoyed it. I still enjoy it today. <laughs> All right, yeah, and I'm trying to think. This might have been the first Harrison Ford movie I saw that wasn't like Star Wars or Indiana Jones or Blade Runner, because I don't think I had seen the Jack Ryan stuff yet, which probably comes out before this, or maybe not. I don't know. I just remember this being the first time. Like, I know who I know who Harrison Ford is. And I, I don't know. I just whatever. So '93. This is just off. When did um, the third Indiana come out? '90, right? Or '89 or '90? Uh, we'll look it up right now. Pretty sure it's it's right at the end of the eighties, beginning of the nineties. So it wasn't too long after that. Uh, Nineteen eighty nine. Okay, it's only four years later. Um, all right, well, let's get into it. As usual, we talk about seven items from the movie. I will go first. Uh, my number seven uh, <laughs> is this movie is not HIPAA approved. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like the whole plot point of him is getting the client information of of all the medical people with the limbs and stuff. There's no passwords on these computers. The, okay, I can find he broke in. Say he was a hacker and he broke in and he did it. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. you can't just do that. I don't even know what kind of warrants you would have to have to be able to go in to look at client, uh, patient client stuff, right? So, I don't know, it just cracked me up, especially with the field that I'm in with certain fields we have to have so protected in our databases and stuff and then people can't read it um mm-hmm. just crack me up 
And not HIPAA approved. Yeah, Kimball himself would have had a much easier time just scamming his way into the, the what would what do they call it? Social engineering. Yeah, like that's that's yeah. like the real quote unquote hacking. Is you just sure. trick people into giving you information. Yeah, so they just gave a fancy name to like grifting people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Act like you were just bamboozle them. them. Yeah. Oh, we call um, that social engineering. Yeah, I like bamboozle them. Yeah, what what one kind of note on that, Jeff? I was wondering like what this movie would look like now with the advent of, you know, obviously the internet and cell phones. <laughs> the UI would have looked a lot different yeah. on the computer. It would have had it would have had sound effects for sure. <laughs> flying interfaces yeah it just bugged me that he was like typing in like free type left arm and yeah. it's like no that would have been a select you know uh, <laughs> choose from a selection of parts you know let just customers yeah, what, freely what, type in what, what if he just like didn't put it like what if there was like it was implemented incorrectly and then like somebody accidentally put a space at the end of it yeah exactly. and then so you got no returns <laughs> and then that would have derailed the whole plot of the movie <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's smarter. Smarter than his doctor friend. Mm. Yeah. No spaces. Alright, Scott. <laughs> number seven. Uh, my number seven is the central mystery here. Um, is like It, it goes along with uh, one, of, one of my later points, but um, it's... This movie's, with, again, a couple of exceptions, is very surprisingly grounded in reality. Um... Uh, like a lot of this, as I as I watched it, I felt like this could actually like have happened. These these events could have been ripped from the headlines. Like people are acting like the way I would expect people to act for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, again, with a couple of exceptions, we'll get into. Uh, but yeah, the mystery involved here, like big pharma doing something super shady. <laughs> uh, the the of, of, of hushing somebody up because they're. Um, just basically doing their job um but yeah the it it's it's too bad that they don't really give the the main villain um although you could argue that the chicago police department's also the villain in this movie um yeah the uh and his lawyers and his lawyer, and, and even like his personal lawyer, who seems completely inept as well. Like right? <laughs> um, the uh, yeah, so it's the main bad guy, Nick Nikos, Doctor whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's just kind of there. Um, other than him lying to the marshals, like there's not really any other things off about him. So. Like, when the twist does come around, there's really not that emotional impact. Because, at one point, he kind of lends him some money, and that's about it. Like, I felt like there there was something missing there with the, uh, like, the betrayal that that occurred. Um, But again, I guess it made it more relatable that that it wasn't there. They were just kind of, like, colleagues uh, more than they were, like, good friends or anything more than that. Mm. Uh, But... uh, at, at any rate, yeah, I'm, I'm rambling. I, I enjoyed the, the, the general mystery that's being solved here. Okay. Alex, number seven. My number seven is I am a huge sucker for a good uh, dummy drop or ragdolling in a movie. <laughs> so, uh, 
I don't know if they spent all their money on the uh, train shot, which I'll talk more about later on, as I think a couple more of us will. Uh, but <laughs> they didn't have any more budget in the in the post production. So <laughs> when they have that climactic scene between Kimball and, and Sam, it's like, I don't care. You know, put your hands in the air, get on your knees. Then he jumps off. <laughs> it's very clearly, <laughs> even disguising it, just somebody threw a dummy off of the dam. It was great. I thought it looked pretty good, though. The initial shot, yeah, but then the one after it, the far shot, where you see the actual <laughs> dummy goes, you're like, Ugh. I still like it, but I mean, maybe I'm just because I've, I've, you know, I've seen it a million times and I'm just kind of, that's all I know. But. I, I, th- I thought it looked as good as it could possibly look throwing a dummy off of something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I liked it too. <laughs> it was great. God, I want to say I remember watching something on that and it actually was like, had some like, some kind of mechanics in there to make the arms and legs move while it was falling. I think well, I they wasted that. they wasted their money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Uh, my number six is the Chicago PD. Uh, just I like the real cops. They were cracking me up. Especially I don't know who. I don't think it was the main guy, but he's you know he's ours. He killed the cop. We got him. Bring him down. You know you got a got a chance to shoot him. You shoot. You take the shot, oh, man, you take the guy. shot. Give me a yeah. bratwurst. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The bears. I don't know, I just... Stop I don't know, I just really... I not like them, but it was just, they were just a character in themselves in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it got really good at their job in some situations. <laughs> they were... I have more to say about it. They were terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the evidence did pile up, but I think they should have done a little more. I mean, to me, from what I... To me, it seems like to me, all that... <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, this is one of the lawyers again. It's like a lot of that stuff is just circumstantial evidence. Nothing there proved. Well, te- like most stuff is cir- is technically circumstantial. Yeah. So. So. Yeah, it's not like, like, like I, we didn't see anything of his his defense, which is a little weird. Like, right. <laughs> just well, like, because well, that's the premise. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. Short yeah. movie. If all of a sudden, no, I, not I, guilty. Well, I appreciate it because <laughs> the movie was like over two hours long. So. Like the, I appreciate that we they, they we didn't see that entire like court scene. <laughs> Just get it out of the way quick. Mm-hmm. Which was long back then. Oh god. Um. Yeah. So just the Chicago PD. Scott number six. Uh, my number six. My notes. I have that the damn dummy. Hmm. Uh, basically everything. Yep. Alex was saying. I do remember again like this being such a huge deal. Like. I remember seeing a making of this for some reason. And, like, everybody was like, yeah, we did all this work for it. And, like, yeah, I mean, it looks okay. It's fine. It just not. <laughs> like, it, it didn't have quite the the wow factor as the train. And I don't know, maybe, you know, we'll talk more about the train, but the train didn't really move the needle that much for me either this time around. So. Um, but, yeah, the, the damn dummy. Mm-hmm. Jeff. Oh, I think we lost. Jeff. I think, <laughs> sorry, nope. Sorry, I muted. Um, <laughs> I thought the iron price is finally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not yet. Uh, so after Richard Kimball jumps and 
they're kind of down at the base, and he's just telling them, you know, turn the water off, and we got to get everybody out here to search. And then for some reason, it just shows uh, Tommy Lee Jones and whatever other guys just walking down the pipe from from that. Like, why would he be up oh, yeah. there like, with the ponytail? Yeah, like, why why was he walking down this pipe? It doesn't even yeah, make any sense. It looks cool. Yes, it was I a good shot. Cool. <laughs> it was a good shot. I can just imagine the director showing up. Oh, it'd be cool. All right, Tommy, go like uh, halfway yeah. up that thing and just yeah, come take, down spouting yeah, some stuff. Take the ponytail with you. <laughs> it's like maybe searching up, maybe he climbed up the side. He's got to cover every hen house, outhouse, whorehouse. Steakhouse. Steakhouse. <laughs> Grindhouse. All right. Grindhouse, powerhouse. That was Scott's, right? So yeah. Alex's is number six. My number six is I have to I love Scrubs so much I have to mention the janitor. Yeah. <laughs> so the same actor at the very end during uh that's that's the cop on the subway train. And he says, Kimball, drop it and then he gets shot by Sykes and everything. He also plays the janitor in Scrubs. But what's great about that show is that they actually <laughs> Put that into his Scrubs character that he was actually an extra in The Fugitive. <laughs> and they have this whole like sub subplot <laughs> in a few episodes. And they keep calling back to it. Uh, and I just had to put him on my list just because of that. It's freaking great. Yeah, Neil, Neil Flynn is the, is the actor. Yeah. yeah he's, he's great. All right. Um, my number five, it's, it's kind of a little cheesy part of the movie but when when he is back at the hospital trying to figure stuff out he ends up saving the kid's life mm-hmm. um by reading the the x-rays or whatever um, yeah, it's just a hobby yeah and just i don't know and that's when you that's when what's your face shows up the julianne morris stuff but i don't know i was like oh he's still saving people and he had like good bed good bedside manner with the kid asking him about his mom and sports and stuff i don't know i just like that in this movie that's it then he told me, and then it was weird when he we told Julianne Moore like, if this asked her if this was the goddamn Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> I mean, she should have got fired for not doing her job correctly. Yeah, she did not triage that patient correctly. <laughs> well, she they, they joined. Well, they got her way that it's not her fault, other than her trusting some stupid doctor that didn't know what he was doing. Um, yeah. He's not oh, the well, one that made the diagnosis. It was the other sure guy. one of those guys should be fired yeah. for not triaging correctly. Yeah. Um, uh, my number five. Yeah. Uh, number five is the relatable action, as as, as you mentioned uh, in our in our setup here. Um, they don't they don't really make movies like this anymore. I guess it takes the right kind of actor. Um, you got to have somebody like Harrison Ford, who. Has has that kind of everyman quality, and our our action stars really just don't have that anymore, for better or worse. Um, so like that. Yeah, I'm trying like, to think, like, sorry, like Tom Cruise and stuff, and like The Firm, like those movies came yeah, out. Yeah, like, like there was those thrillers. Yeah, they had like the political, like the legal thrillers, which yeah, is legal, yeah. <laughs> which is which is gone by the wayside as well. That's not really a thing anymore. Um, Pelican Brief, Mel Gibson, a couple of them did these weird things, but yeah, yeah. So was like Pelican around Brief this time, him? or is that no Pel- Pelican that Brief was uh, Denzel, Denzel, yeah, yeah, and like Julie Mel Gibson, Gibson was Denzel. Was Denzel. like some of those. They had some big names dude, doing those John Grisham movies. Yeah, yeah. Mel uh, Gibson was in the remake of Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. <laughs> yeah, just he, he slaughters it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got to change it up when you do the remakes. Yeah, yeah, that's how we know. 
But, uh, yeah, but, but yeah, like, throughout the movie, other than, like, obviously, like, the Doctor stuff, which we're not, um, he's not doing any, like, thing really all that superhuman. Um, like, it's all just... <laughs> Surviving a giant fall. <laughs> yeah, other than that, I was gonna say, other than, other than the, the damn scene, like, he's not, like, doing anything all that special. Um, you know, he's not indestructible. Um, although, like, that ending fight scene went on way too long. Um, yeah, it's just, like, again, related, like, he's just evading, like, law enforcement in a big city. Like, and not doing it for all that long. Um, so, like, it, it, it's, like, oh, like long in the, the length of time it's in the movie. Like, again, could have been a little shorter <laughs> for, for the viewers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's an interesting take. Like, there's... And when he does get in fights, it's it's sloppy. Um, you know, there's no like mm-hmm. he, he doesn't know kung fu. It's not <laughs> it's not him pulling off any like feats of strength. He's not a master of terrorist costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, yeah it's yeah, like it just it's again you just gotta, going for gut punches. Yeah, you just gotta have like the right actors to kind of pull it off, I guess, more than anything else. Um, but yeah, it's just interesting because, like you're saying, Jeff. Maybe just we're not aware of it anymore, but yeah, there's not. You don't see these too often anymore. Yeah, maybe these are the ones that are going like directly to Netflix and Hulu and stuff, and we're just not on our radar. Now it's just yeah, we're the problem because yeah. it's Star Wars and Marvel and yeah, stuff that we're yeah. not really watching. It's it. like yeah, these they're less likely to make these tentpole. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, Alex, number five. My number five is it's hokey. You know they always int- they have to introduce the 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 good guys as like badasses, but I really like the way the marshals come into the, when they're introduced and they come into the scene and everything. They're assessing everything, checking everything out. Where do where can we find the the chief, the stupid chief? It's like oh, just follow the camera lights, and everybody else is like a stupid chief around him. It's great. They call yeah. out the jump to conclusions guy and his bullshit right then and there. They find the the chains. Oh, look at that. You know, leg chains with no legs in them <laughs> kind of seems a little suspicious. <laughs> you want to change your bullshit story? That was great. Yeah, I agree. Uh, oh, what is he? What, yeah, what is? Oh, okay. Then I'll. Oh, ahead, you talk about it. No, I was just gonna say what, what does he say to the chief? When he's like, oh, they're pro- you know they're probably in the in, dead in the train. I wouldn't want all that paperwork on my desk. It's like, oh well, we wouldn't want that, would you? That's why I'm taking over this investigation. That's great. Yeah. Okay. Uh, on to our number fours. My number four is kind of what Scott mentioned a little bit. I, I did like it was every man thing, which just kind of get, got me mad at the very end because sweet, we got a good old middle aged white man white collar fight at the end. Like <laughs> this, this movie did not need to end in a fist fight. Like this, I don't need to see two middle aged doctors yeah. kind of fighting each other. Like it. I don't know. I just felt like you had to do it. It's again, as it was in the '90s, you'd have a fist fight or something, and it just felt weird. Like, okay, maybe a punch or two, but not breaking through windows and like, come on. Yeah, I, I did. <laughs> that was ridiculous. I, I did laugh. Um, they, they do that that Hollywood thing um, where you you reach down dramatically and grab the lapels to pick somebody up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they went into hard in that shot, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just, yeah, that, the, 
punch going onto the rooftop, and then when they're on their through the glass, I was like, "Oh come on!" And they're gonna survive this landing, and they're like I said, they're in their at least their forties of this when this came out, right? Like probably. Oh yeah. Because mm-hmm. Harrison Ford didn't even make Star Wars until he was like thirty-five. <laughs> that was seventy-seven, yeah. thirty-three. Me, whatever it is. So like, yeah, I mean, like when he has the beard, he's like, all caught. It's got all kinds of gray in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Gray bush. So anyway, I just like this movie could have ended without that fist fight. So something a little bit different there. Yeah. But I guess needed some kind of action scene. Um. All right, Scott, number four. Number four is law enforcement. This is terrible. Um, <laughs> I don't know if they were like trying to say something about it but like the the chicago pd here is like they're either just completely incompetent or just dicks or a combination thereof um like yeah it's like it was, it was frustrating to watch it this time like as a kid i, I don't think i would have noticed or cared but like mm-hmm. like now it's just like like i i and one hand, I appreciated that they weren't glorifying law enforcement here, other than the marshals. Um, but but even the marshals, like Tommy Lee Jones, is borderline like sociopathic in this movie. Yeah, he's a loose cannon. Yeah. Um, like at one point, I, I I laughed when Joey Pants says something like, like after after Neil Flynn gets shot um, on the on the subway train, like Chicago PD will eat him alive. And it's like. Like four scenes ago, you tried to shoot him through that bulletproof glass. Like, what, what are you talking about? Like, or at least Tommy Lee Jones did. Like, it's, well, no, well, yeah, he it shot a unarmed. cop. That was the reason because he shot a cop. Is why I see Chicago. Yeah, right. Go no, no, no. I mean, like, what he said made sense, but like for him to be concerned about it when they were just gonna like shoot him on sight anyway, like. Oh yeah, I get that. That was my biggest one of my complaints. Like. Okay, he shot the other fugitive because the guy had a hostage, gunpoint hostage, I think, in that uh, spot. Right, and he was and he was an necessary. asshole to do that, by the way. Right, he was. Oh yeah. Um, but I, I could see you could explain yourself out of it. He had my guy at gunpoint where I had to use lethal force. Other one, he's running away. Like there, he loads like eight rounds at him. Like that one was like, what? That didn't make any sense to me. It- um, like if it like, well, the top of his glass is bulletproof, but maybe not the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, then there's that whole thing. He's trying to go for his foot or something. I don't. Know. Yeah, I thought, I thought when he like lowered it down, he was shooting for the foot, and then they go back. It's like nope, that's where his head would be on the ground. So, yeah, yeah. It's son of a bitch. But you're right, Scott. If he was willing to go for lethal force there, then they should. Who cares? If the if they know the Chicago PD are going to do the same. Yeah, thing. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I agree. And maybe it's because now they think he's innocent. I care. <laughs> I care now. <laughs> All right. I care now. <laughs> All right. It's like the end of the uh, Care Bear movie. Exactly. Yeah. I care now. Care the stairs. Thank you, Care Bears. Tommy Lee Jones is Care Bears. Alex, number four. My number four is I. I still love that train crash scene. It was great. It was. It holds up as good as. I don't know what it, it. I mean, you could still tell that it's projected on the screen when Harrison Ford is there, but just like barely, like they cut it at the exact right time. They they do the cuts at the exact right time so that you your eye doesn't settle on it, so you don't focus on 
you know, oh, this is clearly composited. This is clearly, you know, projected in the background while Harrison Ford is jumping. They did everything to me as good as they could at the time for a shot like this. And it worked out beautifully. I loved it. Yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, yeah, it did, definitely looked good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why they had the ragdoll. <laughs> <laughs> Later on in the movie. It, it, it is interesting that they're, like... The two biggest like action pieces were early on in the movie, like very early on in the movie. Yeah. Um, and then really not a whole lot. Like there's action, but nothing compares to it really. Like even even at the end, like maybe when they fall through the window, kinda. But yeah, yeah I mean yeah. it's probably why they forced that fight into there get some kind of action but it was, yeah it was nothing yeah but, but i mean it's just interesting to me like from a filmmaking standpoint to like not to try to outdo yourself at the end yeah. all right well they uh, knew once once people bought <laughs> their movie ticket and were in for the beginning of it it's like well we gotta stay for the rest yeah but luckily it was a great movie so <laughs> all right well my number three it was kind of already mentioned uh is the the banter between the marshals? I I liked and didn't like it at <laughs> yeah, points. That's, yeah, that was good. Um, they come in there. They have their Joey pants all over the place, and they say, "Why are you always yelling at me?" Oh, why don't you yell at him? Yeah, thank you. And they just got a li- little too much at times, but for the most part, I really did appreciate it. As you guys said, though, you know they're they're smarter. You get their they're way better than the cops or whatever, which... Which is also silly. Guys, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I was going to say, that is one of those things that I've always noticed in movies. It's just whose point of view you... If you're any kind of military or... Um, what do you want to call? Like, Homeland Security or whatever. Like, in Die Hard, we get it from the POV for the cops. So the FBI, FBI guys are stupid as fuck. You go to the X Files or whatever. The FBI guys are brilliant. All the cops are just stupid idiots. And then you, yeah. you have marshals here. The marshals are good, and the cops are bad. Like it just cracks me up when you, whatever point of view you watch it, the other arm is just is idiots. And I could, I bet that's how they treat each other. <laughs> They're like, oh goddamn, FBI guys are here, or stupid local hick cops. And yeah, I don't know. It's kind of funny. But anyway, the banter, um, for the most part, I liked it. There's a couple times where I thought it went a little... What is this? Hinky. Hinky. You know, it's hinky. Like, just... Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They know. use that a lot in uh, NCIS. It's their word. Hinky. Hinky. God, you watch... I you're, you're, watch resi- you're a resident NCIS expert, Alex. That's right. Is Mark, is Mark Harmon still on that show? Is, I don't is know. Is that show Probably. even still going? He's going to die on that show. Uh, <laughs> last, last I checked, it was... Mark Harmon and Wilmer Balderrama what? were like, yeah, Fez is he's on one it? of the agents. Wow. Well, the rest of the cast like, left. <laughs> Please tell me he talks like Fez from that 70s show. Oh, no, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, that's my number three. Scott, what's your number three? Uh, my number three is all the, the chases. Because um, they're all foot chases. Uh you know, something else interesting about this movie is there's, there's there's kind of a ambulance, but that's not really a car chase. Um, at least not like a traditional one. And everything else yeah. here is just on foot. Um, and it really, for me, is the kind of the high point of the action and the tension um, is all the, the narrow escapes. And uh, interesting bit of trivia that's actually pretty cool if it's true. 
Um, they they filmed the train stuff early, I guess, and Harrison Ford like ripped up one of his tendons. Um, and rather than just, I, I'm sure there was a, there had to be some delay in shooting because he probably couldn't even walk for a week. But um, oh yeah, I did I did notice him limping in a couple. Yeah scenes. yeah. So he, basically, sense. he put off getting surgery until filming was over so that he would keep the limp. So like that limp when he's running around is real. Um, huh. Oh okay. So I mean that's, that's some method acting right there, but. Um, but anyways, He's always getting hurt on movie sets. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it. But anyways, yeah, I, I did enjoy like all the 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 chases. Just it, it's something you know, just kind of the the mundane nature of it. Um, it makes it much easier to like imagine, follow, um, and you know, we were rooting for Kimball to to get away. Uh, so like the the prey is is pretty cool. You know, just like. Blending in a crowd is is a great way to, to lose somebody, and that's 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 what happens there. Yeah, Assassin's uh, Creed. Yeah, he just jumped yeah. bail away. <laughs> just, like, all right, we're all priests yeah, in white robes. Yeah, they, they, oh, cut, they cut some scenes where uh, Harrison Ford jumps into random bales of hay on the side of seats in Chicago. Well, he just jumped into the water. Yeah, yeah this movies are pretty much Assassin's Creed. I yeah, mean, that's yeah. what we yeah. Yeah. Um, like that. The leaving the uh, the jail courthouse whatever that was um yeah he like just narrowly escapes that um i think that that leads out to the uh the parade um Mm -hmm. but just him you know just barely limping off before (laughs) before law enforcement gets there yeah um and and again i like the idea of of, again being grounded too because like there's no way he could have kept that up um, eventually, yeah, like he got snagged, but you know, he's in, in that short time frame, he was able to kind of get away with it. So, yeah. anyways, yeah, the I, I enjoyed the foot chases. Eh? All right, Alex, number three. My number three is the the uh, it's not a sewer, but over oh, at the dam, the dam scene. The, I don't care. I didn't kill my wife. That was just that little interaction between both of them said so much about both of their characters. Uh, it, it was great the way they played off each other. Like he's Harrison Ford hasn't dead to rights with his own gun. And he just says, "You know, I didn't kill my wife." Totally, just I don't care. And I love the reaction of Harrison Ford. He's like he does like a little half smile, like a smirk, almost like it's like why? What? Of course he doesn't care. Why would I say? Why would I say this to this guy? You know, he's not going to do shit. He just wants to arrest me. At that point, that's when he runs away. And yeah, Tommy Lee Jones doesn't give a shit. He just wants to get, get his man. He's a U.S. Marshal. He's going to do whatever it takes to do it. Even crawl into this dam. But he wasn't ready for Kibble just jumping off the edge. I love that scene. Yeah. Alright. Well, that leads into my number two, which I kind of... Three scenes, the, the two uh, famous scenes you guys already talked about, the, the train crash and the, the dam jump. You guys have pretty much covered those. The one thing I remember thinking, like, I can see how he could survive that jump off of the dam because the water tension won't be that high because there's water crashing it, right? That's the whole part of it. If you jump in the line of water, it's still surface tension. It's like lying on grass. So that, I see it breaking it. Now, that's just the one way for me to describe it to myself as being possible. I don't mm-hmm. know. I feel like you can't jump far enough away from it to not hit 
the slopiness of the uh yeah that's yeah. that's that was the kind of uh... <laughs> at that point you just slide down and that's another way you could have survived that's true yeah and that's why um, you have to go you have to go limp that's why he looked like a rag dog going down the water <laughs> <laughs> to survive the fall <laughs> yeah there was another scene which i really appreciated this time and never before is when the ambulance chasing, like you were talking about, Scott, and when he's coming to the other end of the tunnel, and Tommy Lee Jones, the helicopter lands, and Tommy Lee Jones steps out of the helicopter, it was a really cool shot. And but I couldn't tell if it was a stunt man or not. It was. <laughs> it could have been a double. Remember? Yeah, yeah. I remember. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like it's something like off. Like it was his it's body double looked, or something. Yeah, yeah. But it looked close enough. That's why I was like, and there were a couple because Tommy Lee Jones has a very unique face. <laughs> he doesn't have the smoothest of skin. But then the other scenes, depending on the camera angle and the lighting, you you would see him like he doesn't doesn't always look like that. So I was wasn't sure. But anyway, helicopter lands and he steps right out. You know, it was no CGI there. It was just a nice, just cool shot. I thought it was pretty cool. So those three action scenes, I kind of I really enjoyed from this movie. Um, Scott, what's your number two? Uh, number two is you you mentioned a lot of it, Jeff. The the marshals, the U.S. marshals here. Um, you know, they're all. Except for Timely Jones and maybe Joey Pants to to an extent, they're all these like little side characters. Most of them like really pop. Um, they, did, they did a good job of of making each of them seem like a like fleshed out person as much as you can with like what they had to do. Um, and yeah, I enjoyed watching them work. Um, you know, there there's something addictive about procedurals for as much as we shit on. At least I do. Like the NCISs of the world. Uh, there's there's a reason why people can just sit down and watch it. There, there's something like kind of compelling to to them uh-huh. going through and, and making connections and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's just it's fun to, to watch them all together. Um, the yeah, some of the banter isn't great, uh, but but I do like that that there's that camaraderie there. That um, that Tommy Jones is a, is this weird sociopathic cowboy hard ass, but at the end of the day, he does like care about the people that works for him. And I, I think that it kind of implicitly shows through, um, you know, that they all like like and respect this guy, um, and that they're effective as a unit, and it's you know his show. So, um, and I think that that all gets gets done with a lot of the showing, not telling. So, yeah, the the marshals, it's fun to watch them. So I was just thinking, I've never even seen this, the U.S. Marshals movie. Have you guys seen it? Is it any good? Does it have the same banter, or is it just kind of different? I barely remember it. I, yeah, um, I don't remember it either. It, I think it, I think it brings them all back. Um, I'm looking at, at the cast. Um, I see uh, Joey Pants, the Daniel Robot. I think the guy with the ponytail is back. Um, I don't know his name. I don't see him on here, but um, uh, the girl. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I see him all here. So I think I think this one's yeah I don't, I don't remember the second one is we get to see more of them or it's like the same thing here where it just it, it's well you know I couldn't I couldn't tell like I I'm pretty sure Harrison Ford was getting the lion's share of the screen time um but yeah I don't remember the second movie if we get more of the marshals as okay. it were. but yeah if, if I don't know Jeff I. If you guys remember, you don't remember. You don't remember. That's fine. I just I, I don't think I've ever seen it. If I have, it's been forever. I, I, I do remember thinking that Fugitive was way better. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Even though Wesley Snipes. Jr.'s in it, I didn't know that. Yeah, Wesley Snipes. 
I knew Wesley Snipes was in it. He's the fugitive, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our DJ. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, Alex, where are we at? I don't know what we just did. Uh, number twos. All right, Alex, number two. Uh, my number two is I love the editing in this film, especially the editing when they do the flashbacks of the murder, when he's remembering everything. It was just great. Like the shots before when they cut to like present time or when they cut to the uh, the flashback, when he's like day, uh, dreaming about it in the, in the forest with his leaves blanket. Uh, it was just phenomenal. So, the, I thought the flashbacks were good, and they they were yeah well paced and, and inserted. The opening weird like murder that I didn't like. That felt kind of hacky to me. Like maybe it was the weird A little, like, filter, I think, yeah, like the, the filters the, that they yeah, put in yeah, there. Maybe, yeah, maybe it was that. Maybe combined with the unnecessary. Like title cards, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, but yeah, I agree then mm-hmm. with the yeah. Other, flashbacks. Yeah. Other than that, they were awesome. Like that one shot was really cool when you know he's remembering making love to his wife and they're making out and kissing, and then the next cut is almost the same staging of him giving her CPR. Oh man, that was that got me. Yeah. 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 No, I'm just trying to think. Like that flashbacks were fine with me. They weren't anything special, but they didn't annoy me either. So, oh, they were special. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on to our number ones. Um, and as good as Harrison Ford was in this movie, Tommy Lee Jones, I think, steals the show. I don't care. I think he might have been nominated. I don't know, but um, yeah, he's just really good. The banter with his groups, his talking with Harrison Ford, I don't care, and just. Just being a badass, he kind of steals the show. Hence the reason I think they made the sequel based on him, <laughs> not Harrison Ford. Yeah. Um, it would have been a little weird if Harrison Ford was wrongfully accused of something. Again, but... I know. It was a one-legged man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I just thought, yeah, it was the first time I ever remember Tommy Lee Jones in anything. Um, which I guess I just looked. I should have remembered him from um, Under Siege. Because that came before this, but I didn't really know who he was at the time. Just some crazy guy trying yeah. to steal the ship. I'll show you a move. Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones is my number one. Scott. Okay. Uh, my number one, also Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, basically everything you said. Um, de- definitely big movie trope here. When, when somebody rattles off a whole bunch of information and everybody just runs off and does it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Nobody had been like, like what? Sorry, what? What was the radius again? Was it six miles? Was it eight? I'm sorry, can you say that again? Like nobody, nobody asked for any clarification. Uh, with all the different noise and distractions going around, everybody just gets it the first time. It's it's like that thing when, yeah. like somebody calls you, like, and says like, call call this number, go to this warehouse, like, go now. And it's like I don't can remember this stuff. <laughs> um. You like the the shorthand with his agents would be fine. Like you can see they have a shorthand. Right, right, right. But when he's talking to the local yeah, <laughs> yeah, sheriffs yeah. and stuff, you're like, nah, they would. Yeah, those knuckleheads aren't gonna know. It's, uh, so that that's funny. He does that a few times too. And just all the cops just run off, know exactly what to do. Like, <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, Tommy Lee Jones is, is definitely great. You're chewing on some scenery. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun to watch. All right, and Alex number one. My number one is just the cat and mouse 
in this whole movie. Um, I couldn't put one chase or one escape down on the list. I, just all of them together was great. Yeah, the fact that they were pretty much all on foot, the narrow escapes, everything was very, like, full of tension, very harrowing. I loved it. All right. I agree. I think the one just in the blending in with the parade was kind of slick, like we talked about. Yeah, that was cool. I also like it's kind of like a uh, uh, what do you want to call it? a line that you don't an off screen line about. I just want to know if they could die in the river green today. Why don't they die in blue the rest of the days of the year? <laughs> Funny. That's a real thing, by the right. way. That wasn't for the movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's great for the river. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, river will flow. It's wherever it's going. <laughs> Let's go in South. Why would they care? Yeah, exactly. Take that, St. Louis. <laughs> um, I don't even know if that's where that river goes. Um, or what river it is. It is. I my. It's, it's probably just going to one of the lakes right there. What the hell are we talking about? No. Yeah. I sure. All right. Any honorable mentions <laughs> before we rate it? Uh, yeah. People just give rides to strangers. But they look like Harrison Ford, they do. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> it's like, uh, I have here Tommy. Oh, that's when Tommy Lee almost killed the ponytail guy. But we already talked about that. Oh, my other honorable mention is that <laughs> this almost made my list, but the ragdoll <laughs> went out for number seven. Uh, when Harrison Ford, at the very end, he's going into an elevator and he's pushing the buttons, he pushes 24, but 25 lights up. The fuck's all that about? Mm. I think I think he spotted Busted. a a movie goof. Alex. Yeah, what? Yeah, I hope somebody got fired for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the 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 hitchhiker thing was like weird because like a she she just randomly pulled over and invited him, but b because he doesn't say anything, he just gets in the car. Like yeah. he acts weird, like he's hesitant, and then he just gets in and doesn't say a word. Like, <laughs> it's like, wait, is this in the script? Yeah, it's like yeah. okay. Yeah, he's got it. A real stranger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we really knew it was Harrison Ford. I filmed it with Harrison Ford down the street. I'm gonna go pick him up. <laughs> Harrison Ford kidnapped on the set of Bill Film The Fugitive. <laughs> All right. Well, it's time to rate it. As usual, we rate on a scale of one to seven. One being garbage. Seven being perfection. Um, I'll go first. I give it a six. It's not a perfect movie, but I really love it. Uh, I've watched it a lot, and for the most part, it holds up. So easy six for me. Scott, uh, five. Um, again, enjoyed the for the most part how grounded this is. Um, almost a four because it's too long. Um, but what? It's it didn't feel long to me at all. Yeah, for the most part, um, this is, this is. Well made, well acted. Uh, so yeah, that's a five for me. Okay. Alex. Nah, this is a six for me. I agree with Jeff. This movie is great. I can watch it like as background. I can just focus attention to it. Uh, awesome. Entertaining every time I watch it. All right. And with that, it's time for a crossover topic, which is top five wrongfully accused. So what is what is your list Jacques about, Hughes. Scott? 
Yeah, what did you do this week? I, I well, I I picked out my top, top five. regarding Henry performances. I was going to say I picked, I picked my top five uh, uh, moments from the, the wrongfully accused movie starring Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> All right. Uh, I had a hard time with this, and all of a sudden I had seven, and now I can't um, narrow them down. Yeah, but um, this was a slow, slow windup. But uh, yeah, we'll just start here with. Um, Sir, oh, I'm gonna get his name wrong. I oh, no, I forgot it. Is it Sir Edmund Dantes? Edmund Dantes. Count of Monte Cristo. Oh shit! Damn, really? that's a good one. Mine that I had that one way higher on my list. Um, okay. Yeah, see, I want to, but I have a lot on here yeah, that, are, okay. that are good. So, um, yeah. Edmund Dantes, Count of Monte Cristo. It's good. Speed of We've done that, so... It's a delicious sandwich. <laughs> it's a delicious sandwich. Yeah. Um, so there you go. That's my number five. Scott. Uh, my number five is... And like you, Jeff, um, there were a lot to pick from for this one. Uh, ben Richards... Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger from Running Man. Uh, a little higher on my list. One mean motherfucker. He is. Nice. I'll let Jeff talk yeah. a little more. The butcher figures with All right. It's also good. Alex. <laughs> There's no way I couldn't mention Millhouse. <laughs> the Simpsons, Bart somehow manages to put Millhouse's name and photo on America's Most Wanted. <laughs> they have a parody of this scene from The Fugitive where Tommy Lee Jones <laughs> is pointing a gun at Millhouse. I told you I didn't do it. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> and Millhouse just jumps off the dam. And when he falls to the bottom, he just goes, Ow, oh, my glasses. Was it? Was that really Tommy Jones or somebody imitating? No, that wasn't imitated. Okay. That wasn't really But it's funny, like when you think of this movie, you think of that. Line reading, not the real one. You think of the one in <laughs> yeah. The Simpsons. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Poor Millhouse. Nobody likes Millhouse. Alright. Well, maybe I'll bump Ben Richards off my list. Huh. Ooh, the Butcher of Bakersfield? Yeah. Alright, well, I'm going to go with... This one is a little... Um, we haven't done this movie yet, even though it's on my list and you guys never pick it. It'll be Tom from To Kill a Mockingbird. This one's a little more... Oh, it's uh, higher. Higher on my list. Is it? Okay, it's a little yeah. more real. Yeah. <laughs> a little more... Uh, not as fun as some of these other wrongfully accused things. But uh, mm-hmm. Alright, so we have it higher on your list. We'll talk about it then. So, uh, yeah, Tom yeah. from To Kill a Mockingbird. Scott, number four. Uh, number four is the... The only man <laughs> you can call upon to take out a psychopath in the future, San Angeles. Uh, oh, Demolition Man, John Spartan. Jeebus, coming up with all these that he should have gotten. Uh, so I'm going back to back with Arnie and Sly on this. So I get bonus points. <laughs> Is that how it works? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Taco Bell won the uh, Fast Food Wars. Yeah, the Fast Food Wars. John Spartan was there to see. <laughs> All right, Alex. This is shows. Number four. Uh, speaking of uh, Sylvester Stallone, this is uh, Tango and Cash. Ah. They were free for a <laughs> for, for crime they didn't commit and they ended Tango. up in jail. Tango. You broke that joke. Ah. <laughs> cash, Tango. Tango, Tango Cash. 
Tango waltzes in. <laughs> Takes all my drugs. We should just talk about that. I gotta just quote that. It's, it's got it's, it's it's got low pants. One of the bad guys. Yeah, it's got Brian James doing the world's worst British accent. <laughs> Stop bloody right, don't. I, I <laughs> hey Scott, why don't you talk about Ben Richards more? Because I'm not going to use him. So, is there anything else you want to talk about um, Ben Richards? Just the, yeah, like Alex said, he was the butcher of Bakersfield. Um, the butcher of Bakersfield is in my apartment. <laughs> was, oh, when Matt does it, it cracks me. Up. <laughs> it's dead on because because I'm yeah. going to say no because it's so terrible. Because I said, please. We can shoot with a punch in the stomach. <laughs> but Tommy's still rip out your goddamn spine. Yeah, rip out your goddamn spine. Uh, and then when the spinal person was with those steroids. God bless him for not dubbing him in that scene. Because he can't. But yes, this is. Wrongfully accused, thrown into uh, the the Running Man competition, uh, and uh, I don't want to spoil wanna, anything. But can't uh, have him. Yeah. Well, I just know with all this deep fake stuff that's out there now, we're <laughs> yeah. not too far away from. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 That's uh, one trip to paradise. Just like the other one. <laughs> yeah. Last year's yeah. losers. Yeah. <laughs> all right. My number three <laughs> is John Mason from The Rock. Hey. Got, no. got to put him on there. Sean Connery. Yeah. Walmart. I mean, he, he does a lot of dirty stuff, but he's, he's he's put in prison without a trial, all that stuff. So, Sean Mason. Yeah. Push. I'll allow it. You better allow it. Jade Angelou. <laughs> I'm only borrowing your Humvee. <laughs> all right. Scott number four. Oh, sorry, Scott number three. Yeah. My number three. Okay. Uh, it's time to get busy watching <laughs> Shawshank Redemption. Get busy now. Uh, uh, Andy Dufresne. That's my number one. Yeah, oh, that's my number two. It was, it was a hard one to, to push down my list, but I decided yeah. to slide it down. So I'll save it for you guys. Okay. Well, Alex, number three. My number three is the kid from Twelve Angry Men. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Henry Fonda says, nope, I got the same knife. What do you got to say about that? And then everybody in the jury said, you know what? He's innocent. And then he stabbed George C. Scott right in the eye. <laughs> yeah. Ah, my eye. <laughs> Man, that's a great movie. I should watch it again. All right. Uh, my number two is Tyrion Lannister. Damn it, Jeff. Great minds. That's also my number two. <laughs> All right, well, then talk about it. <laughs> if you're going to talk about it, talk about it. Uh, yes, wrongfully accused of, of killing Joffrey. Um, and when asked if he actually did it, he was like, on the way out, anyways, and he was escaping. Yeah, sure, I did it. <laughs> so, uh, but yes, um, like, are you really like the you most innocent person <laughs> that's, that's playing the Game of Thrones? Uh, gets gets accused because uh, he turns out he's not great at the Game of Thrones because he's too too good of a person but, uh, but yeah he's, like, been, he's been on trial for being a dwarf his entire life yep and then uh, you learn the importance of uh, 
of wearing a helmet, kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why he never takes the helmet off in Mandalorian. True. Yeah. <laughs> it's, he never takes it off. This is the way. <laughs> it's, it's the way. This is Get the your way. face crushed, boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, Alex, number two. Number two is, yeah, Andy Dufresne from Shawshank. Alright, well that's my number one, so we can talk about it. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's... Whatever, it's one of my favorite movies. Uh, <laughs> I didn't kill my wife. I care. Because <laughs> Andy Dufresne is my friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, just the whole time where everyone, you know, he says he's innocent, and they're all, yeah, we all are in here, and all that. And find out he really is, and then... Mm-hmm. Oh, that sucks when the guy comes and tells the warden and they have killed, and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Andy Dufresne's. So Scott, what's your number one? Uh, my number one is Edmund Dantes, the eponymous Count of Monte Cristo. Yeah, love that movie. Love that character. Uh, yeah, he was accused of something he didn't do. Speed of hand. <laughs> like he wasn't even accused of anything that bad. Like relatively to everybody else on this list. Like, <laughs> the everybody else in this is like accused of murder. Like, he's like, yeah, you you might have been doing some sedition, like some treason, maybe. Yeah, treason. I mean, I guess treason's pretty bad. Treason. Depending on this level. Napoleon. Might have been some light treason. <laughs> yeah. All right. And Alex, number one. Uh, number one is To Kill a Mockingbird. That's such a great book, great movie. Yeah, that scene when Gregory Peck is standing up uh, against the mob. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Mock. Yeah. <laughs> sure. C. C. Yeah. <laughs> C. <laughs> and then Boo Radley saves the day. Comes in there and just puts a bullet in everybody. <laughs> Again, it's like, it's very similar to the remake to Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Yeah. <laughs> Mel Gibson stars as Boo Radley. But Boo Radley's gonna put a cap in someone's ass. <laughs> what are you afraid of? A few weeks ago, whenever we were out of town for a couple of days and Laura's mom was here house sitting and watching the dog, and we came home and she was reading To Kill the Mockingbird on the couch and we're like, Oh, you're reading that again? She's like, I've never read this before. Oh, wow. She's never seen the movie or read it. We're like, Oh man, wow. jealous. You just spoil I it spoiled it. it at the end. Yeah, Boo Radley's a good guy. <laughs> what? Oh, damn it! He's just drinking Coca Cola out of that uh, <laughs> out of that bottle in the brown paper bag. What? That was a different character. I know, but still, yeah. Spoilers. Uh, yeah, and then when Scout went all ham, hey oh. <laughs> all right. Uh, audible mentions for me were Ben Richards and then Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Any for you guys? Um, Batman, uh, Steve Rogers, and uh, the second one. I don't. I don't think they necessarily accuse him of anything specific, but they make him an enemy of the state. So <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll allow it. And then, well, Winter Soldier in Civil War, and he's framed for killing the the bombing and killing. That's true, but he was also yeah, yeah. not framed for doing the other thing. <laughs> Sure. Uh, even though he wasn't, you know, himself. Uh, it's true, yeah. Uh, Bucky. Uh, and then also, uh, 
I forget when he came up, but um, Tom Cruise, uh, Ethan Hunt in the first Mission Impossible. Although I think he's wrongfully accused in like, like one or two of the other ah. movies. <laughs> ah. but, uh, anyway. Jason Bourne. Yeah, probably. Bourne. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Alex, any? Or no. Nah. It's time for Alex No Sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball? So, came across... <laughs> I came across a, uh, a headline that stupefied me on ESPN.com. Your favorite is, website, What's right? Yeah. On it every day. What's next for the XFL in 2023? Which baffled me, because I thought we <laughs> that was gone. The XFL wasn't a thing anymore. But, I, I don't know, I, according to the article, the XFL took some big swings at, at a quarterback in 2022. I don't know if they're trying to make a deal or actually, you know, swing some bats at him because they owed him money. Uh, but, <laughs> the XFL, still a thing. What, 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 year, what year does uh, the seventh day take place? <laughs> or sixth day? I don't know, like 1999, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, the XFL is like a big thing then, so maybe they pay. Yeah, that's true. So, oh shit, we're on that timeline. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, XFL went went away for a long yeah, time. Yeah. It just, okay, it, it just was came back. Two th- it came out in two thousand. I mean, if they're if the they're making enough money to stay afloat, you know, more power to them because I haven't watched any. So, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who's watching that. The only remnants of XFL is. Um... He hate me. He hate me, which I don't think he's not even playing anymore. But the <laughs> the camera that's on the ropes that flies over the stadium during the games, like oh, that yeah. was invented by the XFL, and the NFL like stole it's, that. Yeah, that's great tech. Um, so it's probably the shit they were using for wrestling matches too, or something. I don't know. <laughs> All right, it's time for Neam News. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. All right. Uh... Starting off with some sad news, and this was a huge bummer yeah. uh, when I found out about this over the weekend. But uh, yeah, Kevin Conroy uh, passed away at the age of 66. Um, you know, the voice of Batman. Uh, it's like in my head is is my default Batman. Um, you know, just pitch perfect casting. Like I can't think of anything. Like more perfect. There's other out there, but uh, yeah, just just really sad. Um, you know, he had a battle with cancer. Um, so, like, I, I I fondly remember watching the the animated series, Batman the animated series, and and mm-hmm. Conroy doing like Justice League and other stuff. Um, I know Jeff, you you probably didn't do a lot of that, but you did, you know, the Arkham games. Um, Alex, you probably did both. Um, but, uh, yeah, just, just sad news. Um, I think, you know, he, he, he had kind of semi-retired doing the voice for it. Um, so, you know, I, I hope that like he did all the work he really wanted to do with it, uh, for the end, but, uh, yeah, just, just sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I never watched the animated show, but I've watched some of the, the movies, um, which some of them he's the voice of, and then obviously the video game Arkham games, which I've been talking about on here forever. Yeah, he just—it's um, like the perfect blend between uh, B 
being Batman and being Bruce Wayne and being serious but interjecting a little levity but but still keeping the the Dick Dick Donner verisimilitude uh, with, with the whole thing. Uh, but uh, yeah, just uh, again a bummer. Just uh, my favorite. Or maybe not even voice actors, just actors in general. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, rest in peace. Um, and then some something lighter to follow this up. Um, the the trailer for John Wick Four dropped, um, and I'm I'm in. <laughs> I'm, I'm way in. Uh, I haven't seen two through three yet. Yeah. Um. They're they're ridiculous. Like each one's more ridiculous than the last. Um, right. And they, they they kind of set up in the first movie this this weird kind of underground society, and they they take that to like higher levels in the following two, but not necessarily in a good way. <laughs> um, but all that said, yeah, it's it's good action. Um, you know, I don't spoil too much, but they they got a, a at least a couple of, of heavy hitting action stars to return. Uh, this, or not return, but to uh, show up anyways in this fourth one um, that, that I'm looking forward to. Um, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't really know where they like, are going to go after this fourth one if they want to do another one. Uh, but I could have said the same thing after the first one. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I know some people, yeah. like like me, like I love the first one and I've, I've enjoyed the other ones. Um, I know other people are kind of lukewarm on it. Um, I, I just enjoy the the type of action that it is, um, that is, is a departure from a lot of the, the stuff that we grew up with in the eighties and the nineties and, um, most of the two thousands. So, uh, yeah, just looking forward to it. Um, just, yeah, again, just big, ridiculous action. Uh, and yeah, that's it for me. Uh, Alex, anything you want to go over? Uh, no, I think I had something, but I forgot. <laughs> All right, we'll keep so, it short. Not, not that great. All right, then. Uh, Jeff, anything you want to go over? Uh, not really either. I did go see Wakanda Forever over the weekend. Okay, I would try um, to see it soon. Yeah, yeah I, w- I won't say anything about that. I, I enjoyed it, but like I said, as with everything in Phase 4, I'm a little underwhelmed. Um, I would just say, this movie is hard. You have to address real-life issues, so I, I think... For what it was, it was a good movie, but I don't know. All Phase 4 has been a little disappointing for me. But I still would definitely recommend it if you're a Marvel fan, uh, especially if you love the Black Panther series and characters. Yeah, um, so, so I've, I haven't seen it, but I've accidentally seen some some stuff pop up online about some of the greater MCU things that get thrown in here and that, that you know make me kind of excited to get in there. Yeah. Hmm. And I think that's it. I'm falling behind on Andor, even though I love it. I just haven't had time to. I got to get like non-interrupting time, so <laughs> just gotta get in there, find some time, and watch that. And but there was something else I did. No, I don't remember. Oh well, if I think of it later, well, I guess it's too late now because the show's about to end. What was it? Oh well, I'll save it for next week. <laughs> yeah, save it for next week. Yeah. And I guess with that, thanks for listening, everybody. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, 
please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.